Hello, I'm Abby Circatella, producer of Book Larder Podcast. We sent out a request to our community to learn what role food and cookbooks have been playing during life under lockdown. This episode will give you a little glimpse into some quarantine kitchens and how food has provided comfort, connection, and inspiration to many of us during these past few months. Many thanks to everyone who shared their story with us. Enjoy this episode, and thank you for supporting Book Larder. Food and cooking has played a huge part in both my and my partner's comfort during this really weird and strange time. That chopping motion, it's a bit of a meditation. This is Amanda. My name is Tristan Conrad. I am Cindy. Alex in Seattle. Andrew from Los Angeles. I live in Big Fork, Montana. Washington, D.C. My name is Paulina, currently quarantining in Sandpoint, Idaho. I recently made a strawberry fig cake using my grandmother's mixer. It's the first time I've used her mixer since it was given to me, and it was really special, felt connected to her. With all this time that I have on my hands now, I can work on my upcoming book called Piece of Cake is going to be on simple everyday cakes. So baking up a storm. When you live in a one-bedroom apartment, working from home can be constricting. There's not much stimulation. So one thing that I have found when I am working from home is to get up and to make lunch. And that activity gets the blood flowing, makes sure you're not sitting all day. And what I've really found is that putting together fun, quick, simple, colorful meals is just the jolt I need to get back to work and to really tackle things in a productive, creative way later. So I make the little hop to the kitchen and I get to work with whatever leftovers I had yesterday that I can supplement, whether it's mixing barley with the leftover lettuce or pulling together all the random vegetables I've got. Most important bit, the crunch. Cooking has just been really a chance for me to create something and get joy from it. Food is always one of the highlights of my day, but especially now it gives something to look forward to and an opportunity to be creative and share with others. What I've found my household has needed is just very comforting food. It's such a challenging time. I just have not had the energy. I haven't had the emotional bandwidth. I haven't had the attention span. There's an amount of grief as we had to let go of several big family plans that were scheduled during this time. My household has needed the comfort and the familiarity of tried and true classics. So I've been going back to some of my very old cookbooks from my early years in the kitchen, and then some from the last few years that provide just basic comforting food. Baking banana cake from the Silver Palette cookbook, turning to Dinner by Melissa Clark, Small Victories by Julia Tertian, Food Lovers Cleanse by Sarah Dickerman got myself into making risen bread for the first time. So far, it's just been simple white bread loaves using a no-need recipe from Sally's Baking Addiction. But 
I just got tartine bread from Bookalarder, and I'm looking forward to digging into that. I don't know if I'm going to get into sourdough, but it seems like everyone else is. Books that I have been using as a reference the most have been Cake Bible by Rose Levy Berenbaum, Bakewise by Shirley O. Career. In terms of flavor combinations, the Flavor Bible has been awesome for that. I also can't say enough good things about the Side Dish Bible from America's Test Kitchen. I got it as a gift recently. It has seriously elevated my vegetable game. And when I get around to the dried beans I managed to stash, I'm looking forward to seeing what else it'll help me do with them. Since I've been practicing social distancing, I have been making fresh handmade pastas. Pizza. I use this really straightforward focaccia recipe, and I like to spread it out on a big sheet tray and top it with whatever pizza toppings I want, and it's just a really easy, satisfying meal that comes together in no time. A new culinary project I've taken on during quarantine is that in an effort to avoid waste, I have started making uh, pesto from carrot tops. So it's the carrot tops, garlic, lemon, a little bit of olive oil, and I've made um, a couple batches of that uh, with some pasta, and it's been delicious. And that is something new that I've done out of boredom and necessity. We seem to be in the dessert category. Blueberry, <laughs> blackberry pie. We can't seem to get out of the Elderberry pie. <laughs> no, Bob, let's think more like carrots and celery. And how about Waldorf salad? Roast chicken. I've been making braised chicken with leeks and fennel and potatoes. I've been making roast pork tenderloin. Even buttermilk biscuits seem like such an indulgence during this time. I've really used food during this time to give me something to create. So I've been compiling some recipes that are from friends, from family, and new ones that I'm trying out into a little recipe box. So my parents both have these where every recipe is on a little index card and then it's kept in a box. And I'm excited to have that as a takeaway going forward. Food and cooking has played a huge part in both my and my partner's comfort during this really weird and strange time. I've decided in the face of fear to try and conquer bread, which has always been something that has uh, daunted me in the past. So I'm doing a lot of cookbook research, tartine, both of their cookbooks, and just trying to really focus in on something I love and something that brings me joy is nourishing for me and my family during this time. Hi, my name is Sean Martin. This is Dee Dee. Jeff from Kenmore, Washington. I'm Melissa from Seattle, Washington. My name is Corey. These acts of creativity and that chopping motion, it's a bit of a meditation, but it's also a strategic process. I find that it really helps me to think in a different way, to use my visual creativity instead of my mental creativity. It's really actually become one of my favorite parts of the day. I've been using this time to make a lot. Uh, I think I'm getting really good at substitutions because I have a lot of cookbooks, but I don't always have exactly what they're calling for. Yesterday, I got my first delivery of a CSA in the mail from Salmonberry Goods. 
Um, and in it was potatoes and eggs. So, of course, I thought I should make some gnocchi. And a few months ago, my dad mailed me a cookbook called Flower Lab. In it, there's a recipe for making gnocchi using rye flour. Um, so I made that last night, and it was delicious. Being at home so much has gotten me into the kitchen more, for sure. I've gotten more use out of my vacuum sealer in the last few weeks than any other gadget at this point. I have chicken breasts, steak, and pork chops all seasoned and ready for sous vide. I made a lasagna the other night, had one piece, froze the rest, and vacuum sealed it all into one and two piece bags. I've never been this organized before. My favorite thing that I think I've made so far that's new was from the Salt and Time cookbook, Recipes from a Russian Kitchen, which I heard about through the podcast, Book Larder, so thank you. And she has a recipe for making lasagna with matzo crackers and eggplant. And it was so delicious. You use the matzo crackers as the kind of pasta sheets, and it was so good. Our Harborview meals have been really a lot of fun, putting love, thought, care into these meals. Yesterday we made white beans with fennel, garlic, onion, rosemary, arborio rice with nettles and fromage blanc from Cherry Valley Dairy. Thank you so much, Megan, and Cherry Valley Dairy. Kale salad with roasted cauliflower, chickpeas. We made agrodolce golden raisins with a lot of herb, really acidic savoy and red cabbage slaw with red onions, jalapenos, turmeric fermented collard green stems. We're trying to put a little bit of fermented food in every meal. Things have been slowing down. The household is getting quieter. Banana cake is sitting on the windowsill. The last of the grocery store ranunculus flowers have dropped their petals and we're moving into a new week. Now, as this becomes sadly part of our new normal for a while, maybe some of that aspirational cooking will sneak its way into the day. Wishing you all well, be close to those you love, and missing all my friends and family. I'm looking for the day when we're all out in the world, resuming life in a new way, with so much more appreciation for the gifts that we have. <laughs>